Hello, it's producer Adam here. For some reason, I'm introducing today's episode as it seems the lads have all decided to go on holiday. Well, Mark and Dan have. I think Connor may be locked in the toilet. Anyway, it's another week where we look at the boys' favourite bits from the year as part of the Nigel Awards. This week, we are looking at the most in-depth facts. So, Dan, take it away. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. I'd like to talk to you about what happened in 2002 in Turkmenistan. I'll be honest with you. I came into this podcast going, you know what I really don't know enough about? Turkmenistan in 2002. I've been obsessed with Turkmenistan this week. Have you? Yeah, like really bafflingly. I have absolutely no idea where that is, by the way. Like, it's going to Western Asia. Oh, right. Yeah, that end of the woods. Yeah, go to Kazakhstan's. Oh, yeah. Russia. It's around the Stan region. Yeah. It's very hard to get into. Anyway, Turkmenistan has been run by autocrats, dictator type people. And in 2002, it was run by a, a, a man called. Sapamurat Nayazov. He was Turkmenistan's first and only president for life. Bit of an eccentric guy. Uh, almost like North Korea, he controls, he did control, and the current uh, president kind of controls everything. Uh, state media, that kind of stuff. Anyway, in 2002, he renamed all of the months. Every single month, he renamed. Some were to a things from Turkmenistan's past. So uh, February was renamed Baydak, which is means flag. So the, for the Turkmenistan's flag. So, you know, fair, fair things that you can rename months for for a country. Then it gets a bit strange. Um, April was renamed Gerber Sultan, which is the name of the president's mum. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what month were you born? Yeah, mum. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, also, there was a month named after the president's favourite poet. Which, of course, was... Uh, oh, very good. <laughs> I should probably have said that. Magtilmiguli uh, Piragi. It was renamed Magtilmiguli. Uh, that, that's I can't, what May became. I also, can't very help. quickly, in sep- September, Connor, one sec, September was renamed Hrunama, uh, which is the book that the president wrote. Oh, there you go. Get a bit of marketing in there while you're doing your promotion. I can't help but think to myself that before he kind of approached renaming the months, he should have renamed himself. Because could you just repeat his name to me? Because it sounds like an admin to think about that name every day. Yeah, but to be fair, mate, this is in this is in Turkmenistan. I, mean, yeah, just, I imagine they would probably me, have a trouble with the silent K in Connor Knight. Give me the name. Uh, 
His name is Sapamurat Nayazov. Also, he took the, the, the first month for himself. He renamed it Turkmenbazi, which means the leader of Turkmen, which was his adopted name. So basically, what I'm getting around to, in a very languid way, he renamed the 12 months pretty much after things that he enjoyed, cared about oh, I, himself. I don't you really know. know. kind of on board with that. I'm yeah, I don't, with this. I don't really know that area of the world much. Can't say I go there often. But That's a surprise. You, should, you know surprise. what books you should read? What? A map. A map, there we go. You should read an uh, atlas, that's what you should do, yeah. Would you say, based on maybe having more knowledge than me, that there was more to focus on in that area of the world than renaming the months? Sorry, say that again? Is there more to focus on? Do you reckon there's more going on that he needs to spend his time doing than thinking of new names for the months? Bit pointless. I'll be honest with you, it's probably, like, if you if you ran for election, let's say it was one of those countries where you actually ran for election... Uh, and you ran on a one-pledge-only ticket saying, I'm going to rename the months. I can't imagine him getting in. I can't think that that is top of the list, Connor. And also, it's it's a pretty big place. It's I think it's almost double the size of the UK, but I think there's only about 6 million people that live there, which is fewer than in London. So they've not really got a lot to worry about. Also, it's an exceedingly rich country because they've got a lot of natural gas reserves. This I started researching Turkmenistan because I saw an article about a massive hole that was on fire and it was called the gates of hell and they're finally trying to put mm. it out after like 10 years. Yeah. Anyway, lastly, that guy is bizarre. The current president of Turkmenistan and you thought his name was strange is a guy called Gurbanguly Birdimuhamedo. <laughs> I thought it was going to end with Birdimuli. I was like, that would have been great. Gurdimuli, Murdimuli. Um... Very sorry if we've got any listeners from Turkestan. I have made an absolute arse end of that. But he spends most of his time in the gym. He's an old man who spends most of his time in the gym or riding on horseback, baby. He even appeared in a rap video about the country that his son made. So I think I am born in life to be an eccentric dictator, i got to say, and I would rename more than the months, also the days of the week. I mean, in fairness, you are halfway there. You're just missing the tater bit. You can edit that out. Okay, so you know the smell of rain? You know that, like, rain smell whenever it's pouring it down with rain? I do, yes. Yeah. I love the smell of rain. There's a name of that smell. It's actually a, it's actually a thing. It actually exists. It's not just, oh, that rain smell. It's called a pe- pe- petrichor. Sorry, it's called petrichor. a what? Petrichor. Petrichor. Well, firstly, when I said it to myself, I, I pronounced it Parisha. And then I thought, probably not Parisha. Pericor. Then I tried to get Google to say it to me and my phone, and they got it wrong. So I've gone for Pericor. No, no, there's a T. Petricor. Why? Petricor. Why? <laughs> why have you needed four different versions of help for you to pronounce something it which could is be written quite phonetically? Petrichor, Petricor, Petricor, Petricor. So yeah, a few options. Um, or of but- course, Patricia. As, yeah, as Patricia, yeah. but I think Petricor is the best guess that we can go for there, and that's the smell when it rains. It's the delicious smell. Uh, it's really good, but I I don't know if anyone actually knows how it's made. Can you explain more? What Why how things smell when it? Yeah, yeah. It's just a, it's just like a dampness of the outside. It's like a like when you get dampness in that in in the house. Um, that's the best way that they explained it. It's just wet. It's just things becoming wet. It's but kind it of that smell. Better than damp. Like yeah. damp is a does. horrible smell. Like damp is just. 
Ugh. That's because dampness usually will, will obviously happen in like a room and it will be warm, it will be very humid, there'll be like a dampness that reacts with the water, it creates a horrible kind of off smell. Whereas this is fresh, you know, fresh rain. It's fresh, it's outside, it's with oxygen, it's with air, it's good. So it's called Petricor, for those that didn't know. There has to be more than it just being damp because it's not all the time when it rains, it does smell of it. It's only in very specific places at specific times. Yeah, like, there but has to, to be, be a reason. Like, what is it that the rain's hitting? Of course, but to be completely honest with you, Dan, I mean, you've done the podcast for two years. We come under the category of comedy on the um, on the podcast chart. So who really gives a f***? Not many. Maybe you. But we don't really care. <laughs> oh, no, no, we just care I, about the name. No, we just care about no, the name. No, I, I, I disagree. I think that you are doing our listeners a disservice there. People I think care. they care. I think you've given, you've given them half a sandwich. Nah. two slices of bread to make the sandwich. You've given us the name, but you've not actually explained why. You're the guy who does the Explains podcast. If I start breaking down, Poorly. following Poorly. on from Petricor, you know, how, how, how rain creates the smell when the rain hits the con... We don't care. We don't care. We just want to laugh at the name. Petricor. Brilliant. But why, why is that funny? Why is the name of it funny? Because the fact they've even created a name for it is funny enough. It's just rain. But this is what I mean. The fact they've created a name for it must mean that there is something specific about this okay. rain smell yeah, no, and why it's being No made. problem. I'll give you the answer. No problem. I'll give you the answer. I've got it here. So because you're so Go desperate on. for it, Dan, and you know, this will really increase the podcast ratings for us. Um, it's caused by water from the rain along with certain compounds like ozone, geosmine, and plant oils, and in soil. So when it rains, these compounds are released into the air to add the earthy smell of petrichor. There we go. See, that took, that was like two seconds of a sentence. Yeah, but isn't it boring? Just, like, who no, cares? No, I find it's that not quite boring. interesting. It's not boring. The, the, the way that you said it was boring, your job here is to sell the fact. That's what we're here for. Look, it's a great fact. Listen to me. Make it jazzy. The average, sell the sizzle, not the sausage. The average person just walking around who is just like, you know, chilling out and listening to this podcast, maybe on the way to work, all they care about is the fact that rain landing on concrete is called petrichor. They do not care about... Geosmin, plant oils, and ozone. No, but I think if you said the rain smells so good because it mixes with ozone and then like the soil when it hits it, I think that's more interesting. I'm going to remember that rather than petrichor. I'll be honest. With you. <sighs> you look, so it's very hard to describe that smell, but you know it when you have it. It's the smell of a, a warm June day if you're here in the UK. When you're out at about seven o'clock, maybe you're going for beers with your mates. You've just finished work for the day. You're escaping for a little cheeky Wednesday drink. It's wine Wednesdays. It's been raining during the day. The sun's finally come out. It's beckoned you to come outside. That smell that you get, that is made because the ozone in the rain reacts with the soil. It's the only time you can smell that smell. You've, See, that's how you do it. No, no, Connor. no, no, that's, that's not how, how you, you do it. it. You have made, you, that is possibly the most boring way to announce a fact. I mean, what did you just call it? Wine Wednesdays. Is that what you just used as a script? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right, mate, well, there you go. You, you, well, we've, we've both well, delivered you know, it, and they both got the same fact, so. You need to know the demographic of people that listen to the show. They love a Wine Wednesday, because they have proper jobs, Connor, not like you and us. We mm. finish work at like one o'clock. People that finish at five, they want to sneak out early. Yeah, yeah. Okay. For okay. Tuesday, Tuesdays or Thursday, Thursdays. Feel good Fridays. Wow. Basically, That's what it's petrichor. Name a day and you can have a drink. Yeah. Yeah, I just can't figure out one for Monday. Miserable Monday, therefore you need to drink, obviously. Miserable, no, no, it's mild Mondays because you have like two or three. You're not getting pissed. It's a mild Monday. That's what it is. Mild. Just mild. Moderation or Monday. You, yeah, yeah, mild. You might 
bit confused you <sighs> drinking that old man drink. Such a... That stout drink. Such a dad, aren't you, that goes on a camper van holiday once a year, just like, moderation Monday, young boy. Moderation Monday. Mark, give us your second fact of the show. The Pope isn't actually officially the Pope. Oh, this is a fact that's got Connor's name written nowhere near it. Nowhere so, near it. The Pope's proper title is actually Bishop of Rome, Vicar of Jesus Christ, Successor of the Prince of the Apostles, Supreme Pontiff of the Universal Church, Primate of Italy, Archbishop and Metropolitan of the Roman Province, Sovereign of the State of Vatican City, Servant of the Servants of God. Pope is not actually in his title at all. Dan? But he, but he is called the Pope, though, isn't it? But everyone all around the world calls him the Pope, though. Dan? Yeah, the, the Pope is essentially the colloquial term that comes from the Italian for Papa. Dan? Are you, like, a little bit where my my head is? A little bit in admittance? Were you a little bit like, ugh, you know, like... Not at Mark, just more at the kind of concept of, of course, there's a shorter name. Of course. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you there. Some of the... It, it's very hard to fit on, like, a... A, a news name tag, isn't it? When he's, you know, t- today the uh, Pope Benedict or whatever he's called nowadays said this, and then like his name comes up, and underneath is just Bishop of Rome, Vicar of Jesus Christ, accessible. It's not easy to fit on, is it? Do you know what I am really interested by though? Where Pope come from? Do we know like why that was used? The Pope? So it comes from, um, so the Italian word Papa was basically the colloquial term that they used to use for the Pope, and that is where Pope has come from. Nice. This yeah, is a good fact. It's like interesting. The, was there was there primate of Italy in there? Uh, yes. So uh, basically, primate. it's a lot of titles, all things. So Bishop of Rome, Vicar yeah. of Jesus Christ, Successor sure. of the Prince of the Apostles, Supreme Pontiff of the Universal Church, Primate of Italy, Archbishop and Metropolitan no. of the Roman Province, Sovereign the- of the State of Vatican City, Servant of the Servants of God. Can I just can oh, I just sorry, before okay. Dan before you speak just. Just Mark, please. We just not again. Like just, just so you know, we are good for <laughs> so that you don't whole want me thing. To say Bishop of Rome, Vicar of Jesus. <laughs> no, we're not doing this. So okay, just a few. My question is, why primate of Italy? I don't really understand that. Isn't primate a dinosaur? No, no. Uh, a no, primate, primate is like, like, so an it, like a gorilla. Yeah, so, it, so it's not to do with monkeys. A primate is the head or the primus, the first one of uh, a region of the world. So he is Explain. the first or the head of Italy is basically what it stands for. M- look, you can, you can think what you want about the Catholic Church. They're known for having a lot of gold and, and you know, doing things with great splendour. Why does he need all of those titles? Why? Why all of them? Because they all mean something slightly different. So yeah, but take but we know who Italy, it is. That basically we know means who that he is, is the number one cardinal in Italy, which yeah, is but stupid that's, because he's number one in the world. That's that's but, the point. Don't need that. Scratch that. Don't need it. Look, it, look. If you believe, if you believe it, fine. Vicar of Jesus is probably your top tier. That's probably what you want. Descendant of Saint. Yeah, Vicar of Jesus Peter Christ, Paul. servant of the servants of God. I think at that point, fine. Cut it. Knock that's it pretty knock much. Knock it on the head after that. And, and this I'm, one, Supreme Pontiff of the Universal Church. I mean, that's probably just got everything in there, isn't it? I might start calling myself Papa. Sure, go for it. Papa, no one will care. Uh, pa- Papa Simo. Oh, I quite like that. Right, first fact of the show for me. This is all about Britain's first official witch. That was her actual mm. job description. A 71-year-old witch uh, who is still around now. She was allowed to register as a self-employed witch, which means she can write off ingredients for potions as tax, dedu- ta- as tax deductible. No way. How? That is great. 
These facts are great today. I'm sorry, but can you imagine being like, we have the HMRC over here, they're the people that look after all your tax, and you have to fill out your occupation. Look, I would be so concerned if I saw which. I would definitely be looking into all files. She definitely is not breaking the law and dodging tax because they're looking into her 24-7. Cassandra Latham-Jones is 71. She was allowed to register as a self-employed witch using the term which she puts on her tax returns to HMRC, the tax man. Uh, this is in the UK. Have a guess where you would say the first ever village witch was. What county? Have a guess. Mark, I reckon you might get a stab at this. Mm, I feel like it's going to be somewhere somewhere like Devon or Norfolk. Connor, any advances on Devon or Norfolk? Um, Maybe like East Sussex, somewhere like that. Well, Mark got close. It's Cornwall in St. Buryan, where actually I think I was a few years ago. Uh, had a terrible pint, got kicked out of the pub. It's a story for another day. How were the post boxes? This would have been probably pre-post box okay, interest, yeah. which is a shame because there would have been quite a lot of old post boxes there. Too young for that a couple of years ago, weren't you? Not quite a post box level. Latham Jones has been a witch. She's been the official wise woman for the village of St. Buryan in Cornwall for more than 30 years. She offers services including tarot card reading, rituals, sea magic, dark arts, spells and wart charming. Yes, Connor, with your hand up. At what point do you qualify as a witch, young Daniel? Do we have to get a university degree for this? Who turns around and goes, no. you're officially a witch? Well, I think I think she decided she would be a witch and then the people who she lived with in her village were maybe humouring her. She probably put it on a tax return, no one really noticed, and it's got to the point now where, as I say, she claims spells and potions on expenses. So your eye of new, tax deductible. Your cauldron, <laughs> tax deductible. Spells and potions equals dishwasher tablets, pretty much, and she's just yeah. deducting them from her tax. Clever. They are magic, aren't they? Oh, you can... Uh, what you, you might know that Connor's recently moved into his own flat. What an adult reference from him there. So, someone's been busy buying adult things. Honestly, dishwasher, dishwasher tablets. This is this is more magical than trying to sort out my internet provider. <laughs> oh, do you know what? I've only been in the flat five days. The boiler's already broken and I've had a noise complaint. So, so far, so good. What are you doing to get a noise complaint? Let's not ask questions. It's It's all yeah. good. It's all good in the hood. Young Daniel. Just to open, I'm older than you, but we'll move on. Just to open uh, the, your lives up to the listeners, how's the poo situation? What's going on? Because you've moved into a place without a poo dungeon. It's absolutely fantastic. I have a separate toilet for me where I go in there. I have <laughs> I have 10 minutes. You've got two toilets in a one bedroom flat in London. No, no, no. We share the toilet, but it's separate from the bedroom. So therefore I'm separated from Hayley at the time where I have a good old poo. It's great. It's great. I'm really Welcome to it. the 21st century. Also, it's great ventilation. It's what we've all been doing. No one has been there going, oh, really wish I had a toilet in my, in my bedroom. Except for it's, you. It's Welcome great Welcome to modern life. <laughs> 